but I I would be lying if I would say that it doesn't it didn't bother me sometimes. But I put in the work, and it's it's been years, and I see that like a like a gift in disguise or whatever you call that. It's like at that moment it might be um, viewed as a failure, but in the end I'm thankful even for those kind of uh, things because they 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 kind of made me who I am. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. In this episode, I have Dariusz Ekavich. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong, I tried my best. Um, But he is a very talented, proven freelance designer and sports social media specialist with close to 20 years of experience in sports. The array of his clients include professional leagues such as the NBA, as well as pro sports teams, agencies, and professional athletes. Through the years, he has worked in web design, social, print, all from abroad in Poland. He's an advocate for mental health among creatives and is always open to help young and upcoming talent with advice. This podcast is a conversation we had and we had it over Zoom, so there's a couple glitches in it, but um, this I think this is going to be a very beneficial episode for everybody listening to it. I'm super excited for you guys to listen and enjoy the episode. Can you explain your rookie versus veteran theory and how comparing yourself is so dangerous? I think the like the rookie versus veteran theory is kind of like um, I like to look at uh, being a sports designer. I like to look for examples um, to kind of work my own ideas and everything um, based on based on sports. So I always looked at like the real veterans in the NBA and versus the rookies. It's like when I started. Um, in the design field, I was anxious. I wanted to do so much and I wanted to be so good um, from the start and everything. And that's, uh, that you can spiral into many things because um, on one hand, it can motivate you to be the best person that, that, that you can be. But at the same time, it can lead you to a very dark place where you tr- kind of start comparing yourself to everyone around you. And then you go into Behance or any other type of uh, website that, that shows some of the most exciting creatives out there. And you can, on a, on a bad day, that can lead you to a, to, a, to a moment where you think, oh, I'm worthless, I cannot do this, et cetera, et cetera. While when you compare it to being a, a veteran in the field and in sports, People, um, the players kind of develop the ways to look at their own craft and see the things that they can do to help a team out. So um, I try to look at that um, with with almost 20 years of experience, kind of like what can I do the best way, the best way I can and not to kind of get down with um, with comparing myself to other people because like, um, it's crucial to kind of look at everyone, not just by the prism of their work, but also kind of the, the things that went to it. And we don't, most of the time, we don't know that. Like, we don't know how much art direction there was. We don't know how many people worked on something. Um, we don't know how many revisions there were. We don't know the, the first vision that, that was given to that designer. So with this kind of the content world where we we digest so much of, of it on the daily basis 
it can it's it's really hard to to kind of stay sane if you don't have the necessary tools to kind of build your own um, persona and being motivated on on your own and looking for that. Yeah, I really like all of that. I think um, when we had our first conversation too, I think you mentioned something like, you know, building your house on the sand in order to have a sturdy, like supportive, strong house, you have to, you know, be patient, start with the foundation, make sure every step is followed. And then it's a process, you know, when you, when you keep building and you keep doing step-by-step, step, you'll eventually get to that big, beautiful house, but you have to just focus from the very beginning and just, um, you know, keep focused on how to build that house or yeah, however because, you said that last time, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, um, it kind of is like that. You, you, you have to, you have to start strong and you have to build something from the ground up. So just like with, with those houses on, on the sand and everything, it can, it can be nice for a minute, but then in the long run, you as a designer, you can kind of fall because, because you didn't have those necessary tools in there. So, but that's also something that, you know, if someone is a young designer and is listening to, to this, they can go, um like this should motivate them to to kind of look for those small things and 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 build up and especially i'm not even saying about the like your own creative skills but just working on that um on your own character is is crucial i would say because it's this is a an industry that that can break you if you're not strong enough and you know some people will say oh yeah you just sit behind a computer screen but but at the same time you you have to deal with so much stuff um on the mental level and if you're a freelancer like myself at the end of the day you're alone really because um you do so many things like if, if you're running your own one person workshop let's say um, you have to be kind of your own accountant, you know, even if you have an accountant, you have to kind of know those things. You have to be a marketer. You have to be, uh, you know, all of those things. And then on top of that, you have to um, plan ahead and, and, and actually do the design work. So if you add all of that together, then it's it can be overwhelming. So um, I think that's kind of the, the veteran versus rookie the rookie wants to do things super fast and super good and then the veteran has a skill set that, that that he follows and has all of that um, experience to use on daily basis so i think that that analogy kind of uh, i go by 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 that analogy a lot and when when i like stumble and fall and things get out of hand yeah I think it's a good reminder just always you know when things get overwhelming just go back to your basics find your roots again and then you know just keep pushing through it yeah definitely so in 2001 people told you they told you that you would never be as successful or make it as a designer and how did you use those limitations as a motivating factor rather than listening to them and giving up when they said that well I think that um everyone has their own opinion so you will you will come in contact with those opinions you will come in contact with those people and if you again build your own 
um, character and everything, you have to treat that feedback um, kind of like if it's a if it's constructive criticism, then I'm all for it and I will listen to it and I will build upon it. But if someone is going to only come out and be a hater or will try to break me down, then that's not really something that uh, I will allow. Like back in, like you said, in 2001, I was just starting. I was a, I was a 15 year old kid and I, I had my own dreams and I had, and I really loved what I was doing. So if I wouldn't have those necessary skills and, and mental toughness that I had, um, I would probably say, yeah, maybe you're right. And then I, I will just stop. But um, I think I always had the pers perseverance and um, strength to kind of follow my dreams. And I wanted to do this. Like from the day I started designing, I felt like, okay, this is this is one of those things that I want to do. And I wanted to build upon it. And the cool thing always to me was the ability to, to kind of connect with people around the world. And even if their, their opinions were kind of um, different than my own about myself, I think I, I learned a lot. Um, like, because uh, in today's world, we kind of look, like, look at the positive stuff and the political correctness, things like that. But if I would go back, I would say a lot of the, the maybe not the hate, but a lot of those things um, taught me a lot because I wanted to do something despite that. And today I don't feel that the opinion of people that isn't constructive criticism um, gets to me in any way because I know myself that I, I did a lot in my life. I went through a lot. Um, I won a lot and even today I saw a cool quote, um, I, a graphic, it was win or lose and then lose was um, crossed off and it was um, learn instead of lose and I, I feel it's that way. Even those losses that, you know, the, the society sees that as a loss but it really is a learning process and you learn and you learn and you constantly learn. And based on that, you everything can can be better in the long run. And um, yeah, yeah. And you said like you know you were loving this so much, you love designing and all that stuff. So do you think that you know like kind of just helped propel you and black out what all the negative opinions that were being thrown at you? Yeah, but um, definitely, <laughs> I I blocked out. I blocked that out, but also being a, a, a young kid, you know, some of that stuff will get to you and you will be like, yeah, maybe there, maybe those people are right. And then you kind of think the other way around. It's like, uh, yeah, but those are just people on the message board. I don't know them. Like I have a support system. I have people in my life that will tell me that what I'm doing is, is good. And, you know, even if it's not, they know that I am learning and I'm, that I'm trying to do something. And I think that's always huge, you know, when you have, when you have, um, like I, I think education and love for your children and things like that will build a better um, adult. So 
like my mom taught me a lot of things and kind of I always knew how to deal with with um with 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 the negative stuff it's like you know you, you go to high school or like middle school etc and you can be bullied right but um like of course there are different degrees and, and it can be um harder or easier but to some to some point we all were kind of bullied or something wasn't wasn't always the best in our life but the way you deal with it is is also a learning process and it gives you that much needed strength to to kind of go forward with everything so i had the background like like we said i had the foundation and based on that foundation i i think i was mentally stronger on on those levels but i i would be lying if i would say that it doesn't it didn't bother me sometimes but i put in the work and it's it's been years and i see that like a like a gift in disguise or whatever you call that it's like at that moment it might be um viewed as a failure but in the end i'm thankful even for those kind of um, things because they 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 kind of made me who i am when you practice good habits to build a stronger mental health foundation kind of like how we were just talking about you will learn to love yourself more and you'll learn to be happier so do you have any specific ways you've built your foundation um I think a lot of that comes from what you surround yourself with. So there, there should be a balance in your life. Like I learned that um, pretty early in my design career, I always wanted to have some balance. So there was this whole um, approach that was no days off. And at some point I, I saw that as this isn't the kind of philosophy that, that I want in my life. I need balance. I need I can work I can work tirelessly for 15 hours. Well, I'm getting too old to to kind of work that that long, but uh uh but I can do that and I know I can and my body can can handle that and and I did that for years, but at the same time I always had balance. So Friday would come and I would have like the whole weekend to myself or right now um when when there isn't like a huge amount of work i spend the, my time with with my kid my dog you know the family etc of course my wife too but um, you know like playing with 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 my kid and dog uh, and those things will give you much much of the needed balance between designing and kind of living your life because your life and and your design career are going simultaneously so you're not going to pause your family and then come back to them after two years because you did some awesome designs so you kind of need to to have those things in order uh, like at the same time i would say all of those things that i'm that i'm saying is like you have to tailor that to your own needs like there is no golden rule of you know doing uh like having having a good mental strength etc you just have to look for those things and that's the first thing would be the the balance between work and and free time and and the second one would be sir like i said surrounding yourself with things that help you so 
If you love podcasts, if you like books, if you like TV series, if you like, I don't know, going out and taking photos of flowers or whatever, if those things make you happy, then you should, they should be a part of you and not kind of be next to you. They should be there for your process. So um, don't let people kind of shame you if you say, oh, I'm, I'm watching eight seasons of Game of Thrones. And someone would be like, well, you should be working. Well, I shouldn't be working because this is a part of my process. Of course, you know, when you count down the time and everything, um, you could be working. But sometimes it will help you to kind of go into a different world and um, look at those things. And, and then your design work will be better because you, are, you had the time to yourself and you had the time that you enjoyed. And, you know... That also comes with um, um, sports because like when you jog or you go out, play some basketball or cycling, etc., your, your mind is working differently. You got those endorphins in there and it will ultimately give you more, more pleasure, more fun from, from all of this. So you kind of have to look at yourself maybe like a project to some sort, like if you want to do a good project, you're looking at th these elements, that elements, etc., etc. And I would say the same, like you are the only person that is with you 24-7. So you have to love yourself. And when you start loving yourself, then everything else is working better. And it's not some hippie theor theory or whatever. But if you are going to give hate to people, and if you're going to hate yourself, then hate is what you are going to receive. And that's, that's something that I think is, is really important because with this kind of um, the, the rat race or whatever, where we all try to get as much money as possible and, and be as happy as possible and be a perfectionist, etc., then you are going to, to lose in that race if, you know... Uh, if you don't don't have those things in order so kind of treat yourself as a project to some extent and find those things that make you happy like my mother always used to say like if you can light a candle you know in your room and that makes you happy then go buy that candle you know and it's like it, those small things can do a whole lot of difference in your life if you if if you follow like if you follow your own character and if you kind of talk to yourself and find those things that that really give you the pleasure because life goes by really fast and it's like um like why not why why not give yourself those things and thanks to that your your work your career and things like that will also be better well, in, in my own understanding and experience, of course, people can, can have a different point of view on that. Yeah, I think I have a couple of things to take away from that. So the first one would be, I think it's better to, you know, take breaks and relax a little bit because you don't want to burn yourself out where you just completely quit and give up altogether. Like if you're going really hard, you need to make sure you take those breaks so you don't end up burning out. So I liked that part. And then um like the chase of perfectionism. If you're like obsessed with having like a mansion, what happens when you buy that mansion? Like, what are you going to chase next? Like if you're searching for perfection, you're never going to get it because it doesn't exist. So 
I think once we realize it doesn't exist and we just be, you know, be happy in the moment, be happy with who we are, be happy with the process, um, our life will just have a lot more fulfillment in it. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I think we spoke about it earlier and it's like, I stopped, I stopped really chasing perfection. Like, like I, right now I know that I won't kind of grab it. I can, I can try to do it. I can try to make things as perfect as possible, but I stopped looking at things the way that they have to be perfect because that's an enemy with my own uh, workflow because oftentimes I would just turn off um, the work that I was doing and kind of um, be feel like a failure because it wasn't perfect because it wasn't because it wasn't something that I imagined in my mind and the, the look that it would have and based on that like this is also why like the the life and work they they come in they intersect each other because um if you're going to look for that perfection in your work then you are going to look for that perfection in everything else also and then life is not perfect to to any extent and if you try to kind of give that stuff to to your family to your friends and and things like that they will not be perfect and i'm not perfect and <laughs> those like it's it's unachievable to to kind of, to kind of dictate your life to towards looking for that but of course you can tr you can try your best to do the best work you can and to be the best person you can but then at the same time um don't get lost in that chase because like for me it was with mental illness and things like that it was it was big when um uh, when chester bennington of of linking park um committed suicide because i i like being a fan you kind of look look at that from from a side and you say okay he had millions of dollars in his account he had a he had a house a, a wife six children millions of fans around the world and he he had to not be happy or the ghosts of the past were were so strong in him that that he took his own life so then if we're going to chase perfection like having a mansion having you know a lot of money etc then we can get lost in that too and we can we can lose what's what's important and then when you get depressed it's like it's like you just don't want to do anything you just you just have a feeling that you know i'm just going to lay down here and just don't touch me and i'm i'm just going to decompress or whatever and it just it's it's really a scary feeling and you can you can have the best of the best in in any kind of work system get to that point where they're just burned out depressed when they have anxiety and and, and things like that because um the, those mental problems are are around us it's just just the stigma of like it's not like um it's not talked enough i would say and looking at the creative even the sports creative right now um i think people are starting to kind of 
become more advocate on, on ment mental illness and the things that they are actually going through. Um, I recently DM'd with um, John, John Willie or Wiley, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, um, and he created this this new profile on, on Twitter, and I think that he's also doing a podcast. Um, it's Creative AF. And I think the more we'll talk about those, the more people will talk about those problems, I think the, the better it can be for anyone who's kind of going into it and they who, are, who is feeling overwhelmed. Because like I said, you can have the, the best in, in any business feeling that way. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. And um, you know, talking about the the famous music star and like, personally for me, like when I was in the NFL and in the Power Five colleges, people would come up to me and be like, oh my goodness, you're so lucky. Like you get to hang around famous athletes. You get to do this. Like you have the best job in the world. But like I, for me, I just wasn't happy working full-time in sports. And I think it's the same thing with like famous singers or famous people. Like we only see certain things we don't see them you know traveling on the road constantly we don't see them way up in the late hours of the night trying to write songs and all this stuff and we only kind of see what we want to see but we all are going through struggles we all have um, mental health that we need to work on and I totally agree like the more we talk about it and the no more we normalize it it's super important yeah like um I spoke with we're, we're doing the the designing sports hangouts um, during the quarantine, we kind of got um, a lot of the creatives to, to come and talk to us. Um, I started it with um, Dan Beltran and Joe Cayon. And I really love the response and, and the, the way that people are pretty honest in, in this industry, like the sports niche and everything. Like people would say, uh, would speak out about problems and, and how they feel about it. and like i also worked in like being from europe and and everything it's always a a problem because the, the there's a time difference um and your clients were you know act different ways so i also worked in college recruiting and i also worked in with the pro teams and i worked with agencies and like you said, like I know from the college experience that sometimes you have to be there 24, maybe not sometimes, you always have to be there 24 seven and then you have games on the weekends and then, then there's constantly some work to do. And it's, it's really like many times it can be a lot for, for a person to handle, you know, even if you have a team of people, if, if you will have a manager, coach or whoever that will demand too much from from those people you are going to, to spiral out and and in the end you, you're going to kind of <laughs> lose your you lose your health and, and and that's that's a really bad thing because like we we're supposed to be like the, the creative field and we should have our our time to kind of think about those um about the concepts about the ideas about the branding and and the whole thing that that goes with it, but many times we we are just rushed to do something super fast, and and it still has to be top quality, and it has to be turned in very fast. So those things will will add up 
if you don't if you don't balance stuff out if you don't take those vacations if you if you really feel like you need some time off then then you really have to take it and like treat yourself and and be like think about yourself sometimes also i know it's a it's easy to say like in in, in this in this current economy and climate that is that is coming to to all of us with with everything that's going on the the pandemic and and things like that but you know the pandemic will pass the many problems of this world probably will never get solved and many of them will be changed with different ones but the thing that that should be standing is you so if you want to to kind of have the the better future and you know you have to think about the present you have to be in it you have to enjoy it and you, you have to look for those things that that can make it better for for you your family and the society and, and the community around you so like i said with with like if you're going to give out hate then you will receive hate so if you if you'll do the the opposite and, and give some happiness to people and, and and the whole world i think that will that will be a lot better in the long run yeah i think the sad truth is the people that find time to you know comment negative things or spread negative things are the ones that are either like threatened by you so they want to try to bring you down and put a ceiling on top of you or they're trying to bring you down so that means they can keep you know, being like lazy or not have to work as hard because they know that you're exceeding them. So I think just keeping that in mind when someone is, you know, trying to bring you down and you know, it's not true. Um, that's, that's just an important thing to keep in mind. Yeah. But that, that also comes with, with mental strength and, and what you build around yourself. Like if you're going to have friends who talk negative about you either behind your back or in your face and those aren't the friends that you should be having, you know, if, if they are not supporting you, you know, you can have different ideas about your life, about your work, about things. But if, if the people closest to you aren't supporting you, then, then you should change them or, you know, at least work with them on that. And then if you have people in your comments on, on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, you know, if you're mentally strong, then you don't, that opinion won't really matter to you because it kind of, the the moment when you know your own self-worth and you, you know what you've been through and that you won many times, you know, it can be small things really because you can, you can achieve the big goals by taking small steps. It's like, one of my favorite, like like I said, you should surround yourself um, with things that, that kind of build you up. So one of my favorite things at one point was listening to all those motivational videos and things like that. And not all of them are great, but, you know, the more you listen to them, the, the more you can kind of take out the, the things that work for you. So I always remember a quote from, from Will Smith. It was like... Um, his father told him and his brother to, to, to build a wall 
so you don't go out and build the biggest baddest wall that, that you can but you can do that brick by brick and before you know it you, you have a great wall standing and that's i don't know if they're actually build a wall or whatever but it gives you that idea of doing those small things day by day that will lead you to a to a grander thing like um if i go out jogging like with my my own character um i cannot look at at the the tenth mile of my run i have to look at all of those little um one mile checkpoints and see them and the closer i get to them with each step the closer i am to to my bigger goal and that keeps me running and that's not something that i learned overnight it was something that i had to learn by trial and you know and failure and everything because i would go out and think okay i have to do 10 i have to do 10 i have to do 10 and then i at two i would be like okay this is not going well and i don't want to do this anymore but if i break things down then i can achieve the goals that i have for myself so thinking about that kind of find your own way of thinking and like then the negativity doesn't mean anything because you're doing those things for yourself and if you're doing them for yourself then you're still building yourself and if it's uh if it's a lesson learned or if it's a win or if it's anything else you kind of went through those experiences and that's that's something that no one can take away from you I totally agree. I love all of that. And that made me think of another thing too, like, you know, your 10 mile goal, or if you have a big goal like that, it can be super intimidating and scary. And you might not want to try because it's so big, but when you break down all the steps and you start from the biggest goal and you break it down all the way down to the first step and you just start with the first step then you go to the second step then you go to the third. So like, if you want to do the 10 mile, got to start with nine miles then you got to do eight miles and so just start with that first mile and just keep building and building and then your your you know your biggest scariest dream isn't really scary or big after all because you've taken the necessary steps to achieve it yeah i think like um like i i started jogging like three months ago after having like four years of of a break because i don't even know where that time went and to be honest because i always liked liked it like jogging or cycling and things like that but then you get in kind of the daily rhythm and with having a a small small child and everything the world is kind of shifting but i started i i did my first race and not race the the first run and i was like okay this is just three kilometers and then it's like the other side of my brain says but you got out you got out and you ran and that's most important and now it's three months later and i'm still at it and i'm still doing it and i and i like it and i i find pleasure in that and i think like i said it's it's important to find those fun things because back in the day like like i said i would i would look at it like okay i have to do this jog at 5 a.m because i have so much work right now i feel like i can do a jog at any point because it's just one hour of my whole day you know or an hour and a half but it's it's that time that i invest in myself invest in my health and even if it's even if it's not great muscles or some 
extra calorie burn or whatever i went out you know i ran and i feel better and and my brain likes it and and then i go back to work and and i can find those um like it everything clicks better you know if if you have those things that that will give you the that fun factor and that, that will lead you through the day that this the the whole sports sports design in that industry is really like interesting because it's like through through the years that the social media kind of blew up it's it's like i really like that we as sports designers build a a nice little community where people actually 90 like 8% of the time will support each other and we we kind of know the news like who is going where and there's like i know there's a there's a whole uh, uh, account on twitter with announcements of of creatives going into different places where they will work, they will work in and i think that's awesome it's like like we are still going to do our work but we are supporting each other behind the scenes and like doing the the, the designing sports uh, the hangouts uh, and overall working with that community with um, Joe Kayon, I think it's 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 a huge huge work that 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 gives all of the people in in this industry something special to look forward to and to kind of be this this collective of people because even if someone is negative or is a hater or is looking for you know kind of get some fame from from being you know negative about about other people or their work then that that whole community is strong and and will come out uh, and try to help one another and that's something that i really like because that doesn't really help you know when when someone will say oh this is like photoshop from 2002 or things like like that it's like it doesn't give anything to anyone. I don't know what, what people like that, you know, again, it's like they have their own backstory and I can kind of respect that just from the sheer point of, I just don't know what that person went through and why that person is ask, is acting this way. But I like the, the response of, of the other people. And that's one of the things that, also in sports like the the collaboration projects i always kind of get back to it like there are moments in in my career when i feel like um i'm not inspired i don't i don't like the things that i do and i keep looking for different ways to do a good job and many times i go back to doing collaborations with people and we we did a collaboration together like two years ago and i during that time i did like four or five of them and it was really a fun moment to kind of not only to do the work but also talk to those creatives to build those to build those um, relationships and to to kind of see what the other person would would, would kind of add to the work and that builds a, a a cool collective again because um we talk to one another we help out each other and we we look for ways to be better and that's also why i think those like your podcast um 
and the other ones will help out people who are suffering with like you know mental illness and not only that but also the moments where you feel like uninspired and you feel like you know there's also something really serious like the imposter syndrome so people really feel like oh i'm at this point of my career but i feel like i sh like i get too much praise or this is not so good and people will get lost in that because if they don't have the necessary tools to kind of deal with that and say no i'm i'm really this good i did so much in my life that i deserve the place that i'm in then they they can again spiral in, in, into bad habits and kind of lose what, what they were fighting for so i think looking at at those problems and searching for the the answers is is a big thing and like i always say like during those hangouts that we did like if any of the young designers wants to you know dm me or talk to me of course sometimes um i don't have so much spare time with, with a little kid and everything but i always try to to answer and i always try to to be to be of some help to, to other people because i know many times i didn't get the help that i w would want from people um and at the same time they w there were some people that actually took the time and helped me during the the process of my learning and everything so i try to give back to 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 the community also so if people are interested you know i'm always open to to any kind of chat or dms and things like that yeah we appreciate you you're awesome and thank you personally for letting me be a part of that collaboration um it was great getting to know you better and um i'm just honored that i got to do that with you so thank you so much no problem yeah you know there's there's also this like the elephant in the room because like if you're a freelancer or you work at a, at a college uh you don't really want your clients to know that you know like being a professional is kind of you shouldn't be talking about this stuff like people shouldn't really you know you have a work to do i don't care if you know you're depressed or whatever i can get some other designer to do it and that's that's a slippery slope because then you kind of you can look like if you're a freelancer and you're doing two or three clients only and then you lose two of them because you really you know bundled up on on the couch and you don't want to move then that creates a problem and the next time you're not going to speak up you're going to just you know try to do the work and and kind of get in a deeper hole with with all of that so i would say that's also big like taking the client into consideration like at the same time your client is like your employer and they should know what's going on with you to some extent like of course i don't i don't need to share baby pictures with with all of my clients or tell them like you know it's my birthday today or whatever i don't need them to do that but um at the same time you can you, you can be in a really bad mental state and you still get requests to do something and you would just like you know get a vacation and you want your client to respect that and that's one thing looking for for clients that will understand you and that they won't drop projects at you at 2 a.m and 
you know, demand it to be done by 3 a.m. Because that happens, you know, like a lot of it. <laughs> Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Talk to you All soon. Right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. See ya.